And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Ding, ding! How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. And with me tonight, a Daily Ding first-timer, Jason Dumas. Jason, what's up? Hey, man. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to getting uh, getting going. A great night of hoops. Oh, man. I, it's funny because I looked at the slate of games. I was like, well, there, there's like maybe one or two good games on this slate tonight. Actually, lots of great games. Uh, this, this tends to happen on a Wednesday night in the NBA. But let's start in Milwaukee where the Bucks rallied from 14 points down in the final six minutes to beat the Miami Heat 120 to 119. Jason, the madness kind of started when Chris Middleton made that three after that Tyler Hero turnover. And it was kind of crazy from there. Right. And, you know, it was kind of ballsy. You know, it wasn't a bad shot, obviously, given the context, but it still takes a little bit to, you know, you're on a break and you have the numbers and you just pull up for three. Uh, I guess that's just that championship pedigree. I mean, the Bucks showed championship pedigree the entire night. I know that might be a cliche phrase, but when the Heat were just shooting the lights out, you know, I thought, you know, maybe this is going to get away from them and they were able to keep it, keep their composure. And they rallied from that 14 point deficit late with, you know, six minutes or so to go. And uh, it was just play after play. You couldn't believe what was transpiring. Yeah, there was 13 seconds left after Chris Middleton hit that three. There was, they were within one, they were down one. And then the Heat just couldn't get the ball in bounds. <laughs> they had to call a timeout. I think it was Gabe Vincent trying to throw the ball in. And then he ends up throwing this kind of wild pass to Jimmy Butler. And the it was such a high arcing pass that the Bucks were able to converge on the ball and get there. And they got a jump ball with Jimmy Butler and Giannis, which is a very ideal situation for the Bucks. Giannis versus anyone in a jump ball is pretty ideal for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they obviously they get the ball and then Drew Holiday gets the ball and you're kind of wondering like, what are they going to do? And, and Drew just drove with ease to the basket and made the game winning layup. Yeah, Gabe Vincent had such a good game and he's had such a great season uh, for for the Heat, but he had a rough final minute. That first inbound pass before they got the timeout off, you know, you would have thought that was maybe a five-second violation. Then he gets another shot at it and he overshoots Jimmy Butler, gets Giannis an opportunity to make a play, and he does. And then that final possession, Drew scores over him to essentially win the game. So the lasting moments of Gabe Vincent wasn't the prettiest for him, but he did have a good game and he's had a good season for them all year long. Yeah, there are lots of players on the Heat that that stepped up and played really well tonight. Tyler Hero off the bench made some just frankly impossible looking shots all night. Bam Adebayo continued to be dominant. 
but it was just these little plays down the stretch. The the Bucks just kind of inched their way back in and and won this game. And and a lot of it was because of their MVP Giannis, who just continued to make plays throughout the entire game. Uh, Jason, let's shift to Philadelphia, where the beards were flowing for the Sixers. Oh yeah, <laughs> they beat the Knicks one twenty three to one hundred eight. It's just wild that they played the Knicks twice in this first little stretch with James Harden. Did you know they were literally selling beards in the arena for five bucks, which is just, it's the most genius idea, right? So genius. Just off beards, jerseys, and apparel, they're going to pay for James's contract <laughs> uh, over the next couple couple of years if he, he decides to stay there. And, you know, it was, Philadelphia has been starved for, for that type of um, debut. Um They've had their eyes on James Harden and the fan base has had James Harden dangled over them for over yep. a year now. So yep. just it seemed like such a long time coming and you can't really script a better start for James in his first three games continue tonight in front of, you know, a packed house in Philadelphia. Yeah. And it happened to be the first night in Philly where the mask mandate was dropped and the masks went off and the beards went on as the Sixers team ended up really kind of pummeling the Knicks at the end of this game. The Knicks hung in. I got to give them credit because these poor Knicks and these poor Knicks fans, like they, they showed, they they showed life through most of this game and then kind of let go of the rope in the third quarter. They were outscored 38 to 19 in the third quarter. And that was kind of all she wrote. Yeah. I, I expected this to be a close game just because as bad as the Knicks has have been as of late, I do think they still play hard and I do think they want to try to salvage their season and knowing that they have a six game road trip after Philadelphia, they were going to try to get one, especially after they just lost to them a couple of days before that. But I think the talent gap just kind of started to show. And uh, one thing about the Knicks, you know, Regardless of what happens from here on out, I think we're starting to learn that this is R.J. Barrett's sure. team, not not Randall's team. And uh, the offense needs to flow through him. He's been playing really well, but it's just been a tough year for the Knicks. And it's, you know, it's probably going to get ugly quick with this six game road trip that they have. And, um, you know, maybe it's beneficial for them to just start counting the lottery balls. Maybe they can start to move up in that lottery in those lottery odds. Yeah. They've had six straight losses heading into a six game road trip. That's a, that's a recipe for disaster for the Knicks. Uh, Five and 15 in their last 20. (laughs) So bad. It's so bad, Uh, but so good for the Sixers. They're three and O with James Harden in the lineup and they just seem to really fit. I mean, Tyrese Maxey, some people kind of scoffed at the fact that he could be their third guy. Well, he's he's fit in almost perfectly for them as the third guy. He had 25 points, four rebounds, three assists tonight, four of six from three, just being a guy that's willing to take six threes, and he's making them at a high clip right now. I mean, that's, that's huge. Embiid, obviously, just a monster, 27, 12, and four tonight. And then Harden, who kind of struggled to get started – uh, ended up with twenty six nine and nine with only three turnovers. That that trio was just phenomenal tonight. Yeah, it's hard to imagine Harden just like three weeks ago scored four points in Sacramento. <laughs> now he's he's back. So I think uh, I think Harden did it again. He he got himself out of a situation that he did not like, and 
he he's back to playing well and it, i think he has the wherewithal to know that uh what his perception is. So I think he's going to really be bought in to try to change that perception. And we'll have some good hoops coming up. I know the Sixers have, you know, the Bulls and the Cavs and the Heat all coming up in the next couple of games. So those are the top dogs in the East. And uh, we'll get to see them measure themselves against them. But through three games, I mean, like I said earlier, you couldn't have scripted anything better for the Sixers moving forward. Maybe just get a little more out of Tobias Harris, but I feel like that'll happen, you know, just as time goes by. There's not any pressure on him anymore as there was before Harden came to, you know, score and actually contribute for them to get wins. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's take a look at the rest of the NBA tonight. The Pelicans make the Kings play in hopes die just a little bit more tonight after a 30-point drumming by the Pelicans. The Pacers battle back in overtime to put the magic in their place, 122 to 114. The Thunder, led by Isaiah Roby. Isaiah Roby? Who? They stunned the Nuggets in Denver, 119 to 107. Uh, this is a weird one, Jason. Darius Garland returns, seems positive. LaMelo Ball only plays eight minutes, not because he was hurt, just because he was in foul trouble. And the Hornets win this game. Against the Cavs, 119-98. Terry Rozier leads the way with 29-7-7. He likes playing at home. It was a little homecoming for them. I also saw uh, Isaiah Thomas sighting, yes. you know, breaking the sweat out there. Yeah, Rozier and Isaiah Thomas reunited once again. The, the Utah Jazz narrowly defeat the Houston Rockets. If if you follow anybody on Jazz Twitter, they were just going nuts this whole game. They just, they just couldn't stand this this Houston team. Uh, one thirty two to one twenty seven. This happened in overtime. Rudy Gobert with a monster line, twenty seven and seventeen. Donovan Mitchell put up thirty seven, two boards and ten assists. And rookie Jalen Green looking really good tonight. Put up twenty seven, two and four. And then the Suns blow out the Blazers. Even without Devin Booker and Chris Paul, the Blazers are officially in the tank race. And that's going to do it for today's show. Point of Contention is coming up next. Jason, take us out. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.